Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting awesome. Yeah, that's what I said now. Hey guys, it's the awesome cast forever. Right? No? Wait. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Wait. Awesome cast forever. That's the name Welcome of the show. Welcome to 15 years later. Welcome to uh, 2026. Uh, and this is the awesome cast 55. Uh, and we've finally been hey, released Mike. after hey, three developers and podcasting's hey, been long dead. Hey, Mike. Uh, what, what's hey, Mike. going on, Chachi? Happy Duke Nukem <laughs> Forever Duke Day. Happy Duke Nukem Forever Day. It's finally here. <laughs> it's like Christmas, but you had to wait a little bit longer. That's Chachi. Chachi on the couch, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. And right beside him is my the brother. Yeah, uh, the brother. Silent Ninja, the Silent Ninja on Twitter, Matt Sorg. Mm-hmm. He has brought this the gift of Duke Nogum, it's real! Do we really want to call it a gift? <laughs> gift? <laughs> Do we want to call well, it? Well, we'll see. I haven't played it yet. And also on the line, as usual, Rob Dedicrata. Hi, Rob. Wow, that was quite a, quite a last <laughs> name you gave me there. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're all pumped up for Duke Nukem. <laughs> Hi, Rob. Hi, Chachi. How are you doing this week? Are you happy for Duke Nukem Forever Day? I uh, I couldn't give less of a something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there it is. For reals. Actually, he's playing the demo. You, you, what'd you get? The Balls of Steel edition? That's yeah. coming in the Can mail tomorrow. Can you say that on this show? Balls of Steel edition. I just said it again. We'll see if I bleep it later. Wait, what, what holy, episode? Holy cleavage. This is um, episode whoa, number 55. Twins? What? Is that, 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 is that what I think just happened? I think so. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, whoops. Wow. Uh, <laughs> All right, we're going to have to up the rating for this show. Thanks to Duke Nukem. Um, awesome Cast 55. Balls of Steel edition rated MA. <laughs> <laughs> rated ma for mature well you're getting the you're getting like i say you're getting the balls of steel edition what all are you getting in this giant edition you had to wait a whole day for uh it gets uh, the bust of duke nukem mm-hmm. um it comes with uh duke dice mm-hmm. and a set of cards <laughs> okay um so you can gamble with duke <laughs> it comes with the game of course of course um, <laughs> PC, I imagine for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, forget what else comes with it. I'll see Should if I can there, bring there, it up. There's so much stuff that comes with it. He can't even remember. That's right. That's right. Oh, he's looking it up. He's looking it up. Um. So you've been waiting 15 years for this game. You pre-ordered 14 and a half years waiting, ago. You've been waiting. Like actually, I pre-ordered wait a like in February. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. What? The Silent Ninja has probably about literally waited half of his life. Yes. For this game. Let's put distance per- perspective. You're, what, 21? 22. I don't remember my brother's own age. Um, <laughs> so he was... You were, mm. So, so yeah. 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 We're talking about, like, well, this is supposed to release... What, Duke Nukem released in, like, what, 97 or something? And... Uh, I was, like, 8. I am old. You like, 8. <laughs> you have waited more than half of your life... I was 12. ...for this sequel. <laughs> You were twelve. Yeah, I, I remember playing it on uh, on a friend's computer oh, in like the fifth grade or something. Oh, 
the fifth grade. <laughs> screw, screw you, Let's Duke Nukem. Let's put this Nukem. all in perspective. Now, you know, this has been interesting because this is the true sequel to Duke Nukem 3D that came out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Technically, this is the fourth Duke Nukem game. Yes. But there have been so many Duke Nukem games since. Yes. Manhattan Project, God knows what, for the DS, for the N64. Yes. But this is the real Duke Nukem. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. This is the Duke Nukem to reach back into the cockles of your heart that got tickled by uh, Duke joking about playing with himself back in 1990, whatever that was. was. 96. Yeah, 96. Yeah. So... Yeah. So, uh, well, man, there's just well, we should ask. you realize there has not been a good review for this game yet. There has not. No, there, no, hasn't. there has not. I so, they're all really entertaining, though. They they took 15 years to rip <laughs> our hearts out of our chest and stomp on them. Yeah. With this crap. 53% on uh, GameRankings.com, based See? on based on four reviews. Um, they're, they're that's not, not good. They're not main things. PC Gamer gave it an eighty out of one hundred. No, no uh, way. Yeah, four. Let me of... let me let me warm you up here. Okay. No opening, way. Opening paragraph of the uh, Ars Technica review. In the first few moments of Duke Nukem Forever, your character pees in a urinal and then earns an achievement for reaching into a toilet and extracting a piece of human excrement. Oh, man. Why does the game reward you for doing this? I have no idea. It's not part of a joke or important to the story. The designers of the game apparently feel that you would miss out by not holding some poo in your virtual hand. (laughs) Oh, it goes on to say that, uh... Oh, man. Duke Duke Nukem Forever is the kind of game where you find a pack of cigarettes whose cover shows a mustached man wearing leather, and they're called fags. Yeah. uh... Matters of personal taste become simple questions of basic decency, which, all right, let me just point out, if uh, the people listening to this have no experience whatsoever with Duke Nukem, decency isn't something that this game is known for. No. But... But it, there's but, still a line. It's like it's like okay, so this offended the people that were expecting a Duke Nukem 3D like experience. Yes. So. If I play Duke Nukem 3D and I'm completely fine with this, I might still be offended by this game. Yes. That's interesting. It is bad. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming that the people doing these reviews have played Duke Nukem 3D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And while they may not have been expecting it or wanting it to come out, when Duke Nukem Forever came out, it's their duty to play and review the game. Mm-hmm. Right? So, if they're offended by the game, <laughs> this game has crossed some lines. And by the reviews, the last thing I remember like this uh, that that got that kind of response was Postal Two, which was yeah. just ridiculous, ridiculous lunacy and just stupid stuff, right? We'll and yeah, if something like this that's supposed to be, I mean, it. it Maybe it would have been awesome if it came out in 1999 like it was supposed to. Is it, I mean, that's what it feels like. It's like, you know, and whatever happened. I mean, I remember when it was a cover story when this moved from the Quake engine to the Unreal engine. Yeah. To put that mm-hmm. in perspective. But, um, oh, yeah. and, uh... so, so, so the guy that's been playing it, uh, Matt, how, how, how has the demo been? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, is it what you expect so far out of a Duke Nukem game? Yeah, it's what I expect it would be. Yeah, I mean, okay, here's the other thing for perspective. Did you expect anything groundbreaking or different than Duke Nukem 3D that looked better? No. (laughs) There is rape in this game. What? Yeah. There's a lot of, like, uh, let's, where's the, um, uh, just in case you didn't feel the game had adequately rubbed your nose in horrific depiction of women, Duke arrives at a point where two nude ladies promise to lose their pregnancy weight from bearing their alien children, and they plead with you to let them live. These are the same characters that perform fellatio on you during the opening sequences of the game. Mm. In another I think we scene, just saw that part. In another scene, a woman sobs and asks for her father, and then later you see the lady being um, forcibly impregnated by aliens. Yes. Well, that's alien rape. <laughs> That's alien. Re- oh, I'm not even gonna no touch that. I'm just gonna. But uh, there is a redeeming factor from this article. Okay. And Rob sent it to us before the show. Uh, it has <laughs> a comparison of the FPS map design from 1993 compared to today. Yeah. And there you Which go. They, uh, <laughs> they describe you... as as for the levels. Remembering when you could walk around in Duke Nukem 3D, exploring the environments, fine and locating the path you needed to get ahead, that's over and done with. Duke Nukem's Forever is one long corridor. You shoot your way through it, then there's a joke about a penis, then you wait, you shoot your way through another corridor, and then maybe you backtrack, and then someone says something with curse words in it, because that's edgy. With no exploration, no sense of joy at discovering something, there's no real way to for- forge your own path in the game. It's all point A to point B. In that, yeah, because I remember... One complaint I had about Duke Nukem was the overly complex level design. When you got into the later, um, the the ships and everything, like I've been revisiting this. I, I bought uh, Duke Nukem 3D for the Xbox 360, you know. Right. I uh, played that and, at Chachi Plays. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was, for the kids. That was, for the kids. That was the point in which Sally Wigan came in and asked if we were going <laughs> to shoot stuff. <laughs> but she didn't say stop. No. Um. But, <laughs> but <laughs> to, to polish it off, all right. Uh, all right. The good. The game doesn't last very long. <laughs> the bad. Everything else. Oh, uh, the ugly. I have to install and play this piece of garbage on the PC to see how that version holds up and make sure there's nothing to be salvaged from the multiplayer. Verdict. Skip. Mm. 15 years wasted. Yeah. That's a shame. But did you expect, did you really at this point expect, I mean, I mean, Gearbox. Nobody knew what to expect. No, yeah, it took right. them so long to do it. Everybody figured it had to be amazing. When was the last time you heard of a, 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 a game that went through development hell for not even, not even half this time, probably about a quarter of this time. And uh, went through multiple developers, went through how many times, how many engine changes, and came out good. When's the last time you heard that story? Never. They get stopped before they get picked up by another developer. And and yes, it got got stopped. Gearbox grabbed it, polished it up a little bit, enough that they can put it in a box and ship it out to you. Hey, you can polish a turd. But it's still, still a turd. turd. It's gonna be a, <laughs> but either way, it's going to be a money-making turd, just because of what it is in the but, uh, I mean, legend behind it. it. It's like, um, and I had this discussion with um, Fuzzwad at the power, the power tailgate before the game. Mm-hmm. It's like Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. Where you played the game for DOS, mm-hmm. and it was funny. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was edgy. Mm-hmm. And 
they revamped it and re-released it for Xbox 360. But once again, you're just polishing a turd. Yeah, that was. I remember it was just kind of lewd and just yeah. not really enjoyable. Ha, there's a penis joke. It's, it's, yeah. You're done. Right. You if know? I want penis jokes, I'll watch Kevin Smith movies. If you want penis jokes, you'll just hang out with your friends. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think we've covered that enough. Yeah, I, th- I think we're good there. And we're just, uh, we'll, we'll just uh, kind of uh, cut to our uh, Duke Nukem cam for your video watchers. Yeah, let's just... Uh, um, here and there. Um, congratulations. You waited 15 years. You got a pile of crap. That's all there is to it. Well, well, I mean, you know, at least, at least Matt's got a, Actually, a, a a cool bust of Duke Nukem he gets to put on his shelf out of you it. You know what we get out of this? What's that? Closure. Closure. Closure, yeah. That's, that's what that's we cool. get out of this. It's it, it's done. I feel bad. I th- I feel like we made made Matt regret his purchase that's coming in tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sure he'll enjoy walking down a corridor, oh, seeing a penis joke, and then walking down another corridor. And listen, it's like Silent Hill with dick jokes. It's easier. To- <laughs> right, listen, this is just our opinion. Yeah, yes. I, and and secondhand opinion, mind you. I mean, right. he's the only one that's played the game. Right. Well, <laughs> I don't really need to play the game. Yeah, I don't need to play the game. I, I will eventually, mm-hmm. and you know what? I'm not afraid to admit that I'm not paying for it. Mm-hmm. If I play the game, it'll be through someone else's Steam account, or I, I will find it some so other means. So you're going until I buy the game. Right. Is it out for Mac? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I mean... <laughs> Oh, 15 man. years and you give me this? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Doom came out? A couple years ago, Doom came out? Doom yeah. 3? Doom 3, yeah. Yeah, that, that actually kind of reinvented what they did. Yeah, that, you know? that like I expected Duke Nukem Forever to be sort of a Doom 3. Because when Doom 3 came out, there hadn't been a Doom in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Last one you saw looked a whole lot like Castle Wolfenstein or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when it came out, like, you know... Storyline was okay, but it was a challenging game. Did a lot of cool stuff, and it looked amazing. The flashlight. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing out of it was the flashlight. But, I yes. mean... And you actually had to hack the game so you could have a flashlight while you held a gun. Yeah, yeah. but it was oh, challenging and yeah. amazing. And it scared the pants off me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's and that's like, what I hoped for out of Duke Nukem Forever, but they really just took, the like... Pants the... off you? Well, I mean, it's like... You want, you expect, it's not even you want, it's just after all this game has been through, mm-hmm. you expect them to hit you with something amazing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Super penis joke. Exactly. Super penis joke forever. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> they just, no, that's no. not what they did. That's so. a shame. That's a shame. Well, let's look, let's look back to things that. Well, let's look forward to things that we are looking forward to that sure. we hope will not disappoint. It's been a week since WWDC and E3. Yes. Uh, so I thought let's revisit and uh, see some things. Of course, when we did the show last Tuesday, the keynotes have basically all wrapped. Right. E3 didn't happen. Well, we wouldn't hear more on WWDC, really. 
uh, than some more people getting their hands on preview copies. Right. Um, and iOS 5 ending up on everybody's device, it seems, uh, around us. It um, happens. It happens. Yeah, you it just happens. It, you, you so, trip, slipped, and it, boom, iOS 5. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But before we get to Apple, you know, uh, Wii U. It's been, a lot of people have been talking about it. Wait, wait, why are you shaking your head now? Because I had You're such, so I had such high hopes. Wait, what, wait, well, okay. Now, 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 what has changed that your, your hopes have div, divin? Dived? Okay. You get one controller. That's it. Well, okay. you get one fancy controller. Right, right. That's what I mean. You, you get one fancy controller. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, you get one per device. They're not selling more. Mm-hmm. So if it breaks, you are uh, SOL. Wait, they're yes. not selling more? No. Or, or you're only allowed one per No. System. They are not selling. I mean, you would, I, I'm, from what they said, you have to order. If something were to happen to you, yours, and it's not under warranty, you'll have to pay them directly for a new controller. You can't go out and buy a separate controller. Wow. Or buy a new console. Wow. That's that's weird. Yeah, so you that know, is just weird. You know how for like Dreamcast or every other normal system out there, if your controller breaks, you just go down to the, the local electronics store and pick up another one, and you're good to go. And so this 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 counts. You know, the way I read this was, you can't have a second controller. As in, one person is going to have this controller if you're doing a party game. There's no way we're doing right more and that's than one of and this. that's probably why they they set it up like this but that's still weird oh, i know just weird know. just saying i told you so that's all i'm saying no you did you you, you told me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay but you can still use your wiimote right yeah right true. i mean motion plus you know you got your wii fit you know that still works, you know. If, hey, uh, I if did Nintendo the... keeps making stellar moves like this, their future is not bright. Yeah. Yeah. Once they're doing really awesome things with that one controller, that makes it worth all of that. Yes. Yes. It's just sad, really. There's not much to say besides it's just sad. <laughs> oh, and that they didn't, sh- they talked about this whole thing, they didn't show the console. Yeah. Yeah, that was one thing, an article I read earlier today, uh, somebody from Nintendo was saying, well, I guess they're stock dipped. This past week, probably. Oh yeah, right after the announcement, right their stock the took a huge plunge. Yeah, this is kind of. I, I think this is the same thing where I was like, you know, it's kind of scratching my head. One of my everybody was so excited about this. It's interesting. It's not as interesting as when they released the, the week. That's why I'm like, I'm not staying in line for this as much um, as I did that because it's more. It's an evolution. It's not a revolution. Right. Wow. I should write that down. So, um, but but anyways, no, they were saying they're, they're saying one of the, one of the thing is. They showed the controller. It's like this is the Wii U. This is the Wii U. This is the controller for the Wii U. I think it, in one like they shot forgot. they showed the TV yeah. and the Wii box right beside it, which looks like the current Wii box with rounded edges. Yes, you know, um, I, it's like they forgot. It's like they forgot that <laughs> hey, there's a system. They mentioned that it's like hey, this isn't running everything. It's what wirelessly tra- wirelessly transferring from the console to the device it's not doesn't have 3d hardware inside it etc etc but a lot of people were still not understanding how this thing worked not understanding the concept behind it um and still wondering if duke nukem forever would come on it um (laughs) but um it's (sighs) i have one thing to say to nintendo i am very very disappointed in you (laughs) 
I'm not going to say it's not going to do like great for what it is. Um, they, I mean, we haven't seen games for it. We've seen tech demos. We know like Ninja Gaiden and stuff like that's coming to it. Nintendo. Tekken, I am you know. very disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see in a year and see when Mario Galaxy 3 comes out for it, what that's going to entail. You know, and uh, Super Smash Brothers and, and all that stuff to get us excited. What, what are they going to do with the Zelda game? Probably nothing since they're just releasing a new one that's finally fully taking advantage of the Wii. Right. Um, but uh, the, the other word is this is going to have a last generation Radeon chip in it. ATI's AMD uh, part in there, which they've been going ATI since at least the GameCube. Um, and... It's still going to be more powerful graphics-wise than both the PlayStation 3 and Xbox. Right. So so they're going to win there, and they have a step up. Of course, they're going to get beat by whatever they put out next. I yep. mean, I think that goes without saying. They're going to have a couple years up on them. Yep. Um, but it's going to be very capable. For the people who are like, I want the Wii, but I also want this stuff, it's... I think that's going to be it. The people holding out, I think, are going to look at this and be like, now's the time for the Wii. I was if... waiting for the HD thing. If... All right. In... in... The terms of gaming, if you're a serious gamer, mm-hmm. you get Xbox. Yep. Okay. If you're a sucker, <laughs> you buy Sony. Okay, okay. If you're a child, or you're nostalgic, you buy Nintendo. Or you like fitness games. No, because even on Xbox. Now. Yeah. yeah. Now. A few years ago, this was not the case. I mean, that's all there is to it. Serious gamers get Xbox. Suckers mm-hmm. buy PS, and nostalgic or children buy Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I'm a nostalgic child. Yes, yes, that's so what I am. I have. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I yeah, am. Yeah, because I mean, what they've done with virtual console, you're like, I, I was over at somebody's place last last week where they recently got a Nintendo. They got a black one. It looks pretty cool. Um, and they also have a PlayStation Three. Um, and they were like, oh, I can just download these games and everything. I was like, oh, yeah, there you go. You know, and they were pretty excited about it. So it's still, you know, people are still getting into it. So I, I, I missed it, but um, is the PSN still down? No, it's up. No, it's, it's up? completely up. Okay. It's up, yeah. And actually, when I was over at his place, he, he had the two free games already from it. And, okay. But it was, you remember how we were worried about 30 days? to yeah. It was the 30 days from when it came back up. Gotcha. So... But he got his Wipeout HD and <laughs> uh, something with zombies. I think I, I don't. I don't know. But no, yeah. And, but he's playing some game with David Hasselhoff where you just shoot him onto a movie set and 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 it's like Burnout but with people. Anyways, um, let's see what anything else. Uh, we or uh, E3 or anything like that. No. Um. Nope. Um, well, let's look at, uh, let's say iOS 5. I know at least I've seen iOS 5 in somebody's hand. Um, yes. it looks pretty cool as far as that goes. Rob, I think you got your hands on it. Yeah, I've got it. It's, uh, it's neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I got laughs> well, the it. thing is, like, you know, it's, it's still iOS. Like, it looks just like iOS. I promise it's the exact same thing. Um,. But uh, I'm into notifications. I'm really into that. That's pretty cool. Um, in like general use, you don't notice a lot of changes. I haven't had a chance to play with iMessage yet, obviously, because mm-hmm. not many other people have it. Uh, they also changed. 
they changed something in the message graphics. I know they changed the send button from blue to green, which is weird to me. Uh, I'm assuming that's to differentiate between an iMessage and a text message, but I haven't looked into that. Um, and I've got like the iTunes beta, so I've got the home sharing thing, and hey, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like mind-blowing off the bat. Like, you're not going to install iOS. I think what what it is is iOS 5, a lot of people had complaints, like little things here and there. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I wish it did this. I wish it did that. And for everybody, there will be one thing that it absolutely does that thing. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to load iOS 5 on your phone and spend an hour playing with all the new features. I it's did. not that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I did. It, you did? Yeah, I, I loaded iOS 5 and spent an hour playing with the features on my phone. On your phone, on your Android. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, there's a bunch of stuff that's just nice. They're neat little improvements. And unless... Uh, I feel like a lot of people who didn't uh, watch the keynote or don't see the, the next keynote when they actually release the thing uh, or don't read, like, all the, hey, check out the cool new features. They're just going to use it, and it just works, which, I mean, it's part of the beauty of the whole thing. Like the, I don't know if you saw the articles that were released uh, a few days ago. They were talking about how only 50% of all phones that show up to the Genius Bar have been um, synced to a computer ever. Mm-hmm. That was that was interesting. They, 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 yeah, I found that article actually earlier today, and I kind of believe that, you know. And mm-hmm. think about that. Like, okay, wait. So they're taking they're taking pictures with this thing and. And that, buying music on there, and up until now, they've had no way to get their music back. Yeah. If something right. happened, unless they did a please, uh, Apple, uh, uh, you know, take care of this for me, and you know, sometimes they'll let you re-download it. Um, but yeah, I, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out how I won. What? How you won? Yeah, Riz in the chat room said, and Chachi wins. And I have no idea what he's talking about. Sorry. Moving on to more Apple stuff. I'm kind of curious how you won, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I just happened to look at the chat room to see what they were talking about. The console debate? Oh, I didn't realize that was a debate. Oh. (laughs) I was right, but yeah. I thought we were all on the same side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page. Nintendo sucks. (laughs) <laughs> whoa, whoa, buddy! Whoa, whoa. Apparently, we're not on the same hey, page. Whoa. I will... <laughs> whoa! There was some commentary from the chat room. Mad Mike uh, up in the Bronx. He says, uh, "What if you don't like shooters? Uh, that's the main reason I bought the Wii. Uh, the only reason I got the 360 was for uh, the wrestling games." Um... <laughs> Riz said, "If you don't like shooters, don't buy shooters." There you go. <laughs> uh, I, guess, I guess there's plenty of other stuff, and yeah, uh, and I guess they're trying to fight in the chat room. Yeah. So there you go. And it's not that Nintendo sucks, it's just for a different crowd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's why, you know, I have an Xbox and a Wii. Because I want my Mario, but I want my Bioshock. Yeah, well, I'm I'm saying market smart business decision wise, Nintendo sucks. Yeah. (laughs) One fancy controller per console, you suck. Yeah, they, really they, they screwed up. That's a that's a there, there's a concession there for some reason. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be something. They're they're, they're going to do something crazy with the price for that, and to make it competitive because I need to. Yep. I mean, this thing comes out. People, okay, it's going to be a little bit more powerful than the PS3 and the Xbox. People aren't going to care if it's like two hundred dollars more expensive. Right. They're just not going to care, no matter what that controller looks like. 
So, all right, now rolling. Okay, back around. Now that I found out, I won, and we know why. <laughs> exactly. What else is going on um, here? Um, uh, they're they're already jailbreaking the iPhone. It looks yeah, like. iOS five is jailbroken uh, like uh, a few days after it was released as a beta to developers. Feels like the next day, but uh, <laughs> the yeah. way the way it goes. Um, well, first of all, the one, the one thing we saw, you can get, uh, this, this is kind of cool. You can get widgets on your notification screen. There's a shot of it there for the video people. Yeah. Cause you could, there's, um, I forget what it's called, but there's a jailbroken app that you can use to, uh, easily access certain things on a jailbroken phone. You can, uh, set your Wi-Fi on or off, like with a flick of a, you know, you like unlock your screen and just do nice. it really easily without jumping That's in That's something I liked on Android. Yeah. And, um. So iOS 5 comes out, and now we have notifications, but we still don't have widgets. So what they did with, like, the first thing that was done with a jailbroken iOS 5 uh, was to hack that uh, that notification panel and use it to access those widgets that you've become so fond of. And then here's another one for you uh, wheels in the chat room that wanted to get the uh, Android tablet. Here's another reason. You can turn your iPad into a giant phone. Because you know you want to. I feel like somebody did that before. I, well, that, you know what? Wasn't there the thing that they couldn't get iPhones for the sumo wrestlers? We're going to cover that, chill. So they were buying iPads. Um, so because, you know, their fingers wouldn't work on the iPhones. So yeah, now they have a phone. There you go. Wow. So. Bringing sumo wrestlers into it. That's a little weird. I, I think we covered that here. <laughs> Didn't we cover that on this show? What? Not on this show. The sumo wrestlers with phones? No. No? No. Ah, early, like a year ago. <coughs> I don't like know. About a year ago. I didn't oh, I, I uh, I'll, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm just shouting things out. I, I thought of a thing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. That's... <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's gonna take a minute. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, well, mm. let's get through the Apple news so Chachi's cool. Mm. Uh, I, Apple starts selling unlocked phones for uh, iPhone 4. Yes. $649. Which, alright, is pretty much the going rate. Yeah. yeah. Um, a, any Android phone, uh, specifically the, the Nexus, mm-hmm. um, if you bought it straight from Google, it was $600. Mm-hmm. The Nexus S, same thing. When the iPhone first came out, it was what eight hundred dollars? Something crazy yeah, like that. It, it cost it cost a pretty penny if you want to take your phone anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's just the way the market works. And then we well we talked about this when we talked to uh, uh, Tim Kirby from Moscow. He said over there they don't have you know because of the way way those those uh, carriers work they don't have the the discounts that we have. So right. it is more of a status piece to have a fancy iPhone, a fancy Android device. Well, uh, how much is the uh, is the Droid from uh, from Google? From Google, currently, you mean unlocked? Yeah, like yeah. when you buy it straight from Google, no carrier. Uh, the last I checked, it was about seven hundred dollars. What is yeah. it? The latest one is the Google Google Nexus S. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they've released anything since. No. Well, they have the four G version on Sprint, I think. I've seen them advertising that one, like on the TV. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's how much that that's how much this hardware is. Yeah. You, know? you pay you this, but people don't think about it. They're like, well, I can get my fifty dollar phone. You know, I can get this. You know, what well, two hundred dollars? That's a lot. It's like, yeah, wait till you see what it is. You know, and then you complain about the contract. When you're in our position, mm-hmm. 
you pay to have that piece of equipment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if not, then you're just a joke. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, look at what we do. Yeah, yeah. Our whole, I mean, our whole lives evolve around technology. Uh Uh-huh. Therefore, if we don't have that technology, and we go out and we start talking about technology, people aren't going to take us seriously. Well, I mean, everybody, well, everybody. Oh, this is getting so 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 niche. It's it's pretty crazy. And, and um, I'm not saying that like to be... every, every young geek goes through that phase where like you don't have any money, but all this cool stuff is happening. So all you can do is like read about everything all the time because yeah. you can't afford any of the cool gadgets. That's, That's true. true. That's me. I couldn't afford the coolest new video games, so I read a lot of Nintendo Power <laughs> magazines about the Super Nintendo when I was younger. Right. Right. I didn't play it through that generation, but I knew a whole lot about what was being released. That's true. So I guess you could have a lot of Apple fans with their touche, Rob. Touché. iPhone Edge. People still have the iPhone Edge. <laughs> I don't know how you can. I can't. Even... I know a doctor that still runs his iPhone Edge. Uh, what didn't Norma just had one until recently? Yeah. yeah. More recently. Um, and I, I remember a year ago when the Fote Four came out, I saw people at a bill guild with. There's like three people with an iPhone Edge. <laughs> Amazing. You know, it makes me feel better about my 3GS, which is still fairly functional for its age and, ha- and having all the updates. So, 3G? Uh, uh, I, so hold on. In the, in the chat room, uh, Mad Mike said that while you can turn an iPad into the iPhone, because the iPhone is known for its dependable phone service. And that's sarcasm. Uh, to, to respect, but I would he's just, in New York City. I would just like to state, though, that it's not the phone's fault. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. That is strictly the carrier. Yep. Mm, wasn't there... Uh, because there was, there was the question that came up when it came on Verizon. Now we see if it is the phone's fault... Now that it's on a different carrier, has there been more talk about that recently? Like since now that we've had several months of seeing an iPhone on two different carriers, are they having the same problems over on Verizon? Not really, not not um, (laughs) not rampantly. (laughs) It still depends on your coverage, your area, the geography of the area you're in, stuff like that. So if you are in San Francisco or New York City and you have an iPhone on Verizon Mm -hmm. or AT and T, you're still screwed. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know, uh, well, Chilla, I think Chilla was saying the other night when we were talking to him, uh, they were looking at coverage maps and uh, for for a project he's working on. And it's a, and it was, a, what, 80% was going to be, they're covered by Verizon. Mm-hmm. And just those few instances, like I think AJ mentioned, in West Virginia, there's an area where Verizon just does not exist because of whatever contracts are there. But you're going to have that because the, the Verizon has the older technology. So you're going to have that broader, more reliable thing because it's had a few more years to get under its belt. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm watching Matt play Portal too. And there's there are plenty of people who have an iPhone on AT and T, and then they switch to Verizon, and it was worse mm-hmm. in the same area. It, yeah, so it, it's, it, it's it depends on where you're at. Depends on where you're at. It also depends on what you're doing. Like if you don't use your phone that much, you're not going to notice a lot of this stuff. Whereas if you're pulling down four gigs a day, 
you're probably going to notice when your when your service is a little shady. You know what? And then you're, you're going to complain about it, and complaints are always louder than the people who are really happy with their service. Speaking of four gigs a day, uh, we know about Shachi's problems recently with T-Mobile. Which have since been resolved. He's been resolved, as in his month has lapsed. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, I'm back on my full speed. <laughs> I, under somebody, I understand somebody else has been stricken by the Netflix streaming bud bug here on the couch mm -hmm. uh matt tell tell us now you have an iphone 4 yeah you've apparently been watching a lot of netflix on the yeah. bus or something mm -hmm. uh tell us what happened to you um basically i started go taking the bus to my girlfriend's now mm -hmm. and i started you watching don't have a girlfriend Oh. Just kidding. Calm down. No. He's like, I'm going to show you no. my damn girlfriend. Bam, what's I'm up? Kidding. Go ahead. Are you on my phone? <laughs> Anyways, um, and then uh, it's a, like an hour and a half bus ride. Yeah, yeah. You're going out to what? Bell Vernon or something, right? Yeah, From Bell Vernon. So, and I just started watching Netflix on it. And then <laughs> apparently that was a lot how, of wait, data. How many trips out there did you do this on? Um, About two. Two. So two times you sat there and watched an hour of Netflix, mm -hmm. and you have the general two gigabyte data plan that everybody else these days has on the AT and T. Yeah, just about anybody on just about any carrier has, I think. Mm -hmm. Except you know, of course, not you, Chachi, but you know, T-Mobile's a little different and doesn't have an iPhone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and what happened? Um, and then uh, I think it was maybe Sunday. Mm -hmm. I got like a message that my I'm I've reached a certain percentage of my data plan. How close were you? I think it said like sixty five percent. Sixty five percent. Okay, so you were just over a gig. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I know. I, and, and then it also sent a message to my mom, which is the the account uh, holder. Account holder. You're, you're in college. You're sharing an account with with mom. Mm -hmm. And uh, so. Cause I know she was, <laughs> yeah. She was kind of like, "Now you're making sure you're not using data, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. You're making sure, right?" Yeah. Um, and that's a concern now. Now, I mean, did you ever think you would uh, be even close to that? No, I didn't think I would. Yeah. <laughs> you're worried about two gigs? I blew through five <laughs> in fourteen days watching the league. <laughs> <laughs> but and Chachi Data Watch. <laughs> I, I'm at I'm on day six of my current billing cycle. Yes, and I've only used 289 megabytes. And as I said, now you do you you don't feel like you're using your data plan to the fullest extent. Right. <laughs> now what are you doing? Are you doing more Wi-Fi? Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm you're, just you're just picking up on the Wi-Fi whenever it's available. Yeah, pretty I'm, much. I'm presuming at home and at work. Yes. Yes. Well, no, not at work because no. my company is not very bright. And I'm on floor 41, and they only have wireless on the 20th floor. Oh, wow. Yeah. How many floors are up there? There's 45 floors in the building. Yeah. We have 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 40, and 41. So the two floors just aren't covered? Yeah. Wow. Man, it looks like the fancier people were up there, too. No, uh, no, the twentieth floor is our conference room floor. They, okay, so they're all equally as fancy. What? The floors? No, no, no. no the twenty. The reason the reason the wireless is on the twentieth floor is because that's our conference room floor. Oh, I see. Okay. All of our conference rooms uh, that our clients use are on the twentieth okay, so floor. So visitors come in, and they yeah. you're going to want Wi-Fi on. Yeah. There. Okay. So all of the uh, the access points are on the twentieth floor. Mm -hmm. The rest 
are a little SOL. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> that's not going twenty floors. No. I don't care how good your router is. No. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. I can hear Rob typing. Tip 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 tip. How's your Wi Fi, Rob? How's your data plan? <laughs> My data plan? It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm uh grandfathered into the unlimited business, so uh Ditto. Oh business. What does that get you? I was it's a it's a uh uh a metaphor. What? I think it's a metaphor. <laughs> you know, like I'm in the pants business, meaning I wear pants. I wasn't saying there's a business plan. Oh, oh, I see. I see. <laughs> I see. Okay, so you have the unlimited, which is what uh, what I have. Yeah. So yeah, I would I, I would tell you what my usage has been uh, lately, but I recently wiped my phone, uh, so I have no idea. Yeah, I think I've been around two gigabytes more recently, just because I I I travel, I stream. I'm streaming audio when I'm out. You know, yeah, I never stream. I imagine now that I have the iCloud. See that that's 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 an <laughs> well, iCloud. I'm thing. streaming like usually if I'm out and about, I'm either putting on Pandora or I'm putting on Twit or some other show through MediaFly, and mm -hmm. like and that's how I roll. I'm getting everything from the cloud. Ooh, yeah, the cloud. So, all right, what else we got here, guys? Um, um nothing. Uh, I want to talk about drugs. Okay. Okay, go for it. Did you, <laughs> did you just get a spam on Twitter or something? Or uh... Uh, no, check the document. Oh, you, Chilla, oh, Chilla did comment that uh, we were talking about networks, differences, Verizon. You can't talk and surf uh, at the same, same time. Thing. So yeah, that's a difference, and that kind of goes with the 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 older network discussion. It wasn't built. For hey that. guys, you can buy drugs on the internet now. All right, what's up? Sure can. Uh, <laughs> are you familiar with the Silk Road? No. So that have well, if you want drugs, the, you should be familiar with the Silk Road. anything to do with LSD? Um, the most important thing to come out of this uh, is that it is the first uh, fully... Uh, what's the word? Uh, full deployment, I guess you could say, of Bitcoins, which is a completely anonymous and untraceable digital currency. It sounds made up. It does sound made up. Uh, so what the Silk Road is... Um, the only way to access this website is through uh, Tor, the anonymizing network, um, which uh, for those of you uninitiated, uh, Tor is basically something that you would sign up for and then it passes all of the things that you try to look at on the internet through a server that anonymizes who you are. Uh, it's one of the very few true anonymizing ways, mostly anonymizing ways to access things on the inner tubes. So if, if you try to... What's that? I said, this is amazing. Yeah, it's super crazy. Uh, the uh, if you want the address for it, <clears throat> it is i a n x z six z e f k seven two u l z z dot onion slash index dot pxp. <laughs> now I'm getting worried because I I heard onion in there. Well, Tor is the onion network. Yeah. Okay, so in the first line of the article, it says making small talk with your pot dealer sucks. Buying cocaine can get you shot. What if you could buy and sell drugs online like books or light, bulb, light bulbs? Well, now you can. Welcome to the Silk Road. Yeah, exactly. So the way this works is uh, you go uh, onto the Silk Road, and it's just like eBay or even uh, Craigslist. It's actually a little more advanced than Craigslist. It has all of the reviews and ratings and things like that that you would have on eBay so you can tell which seller is a legitimate seller and which one is just trying to scam you um, and so list of the 340 uh, or here's a few of the 
340 items available for purchase on the Silk Road by anyone right now. Uh, a gram of Afghani hash, an eighth of an ounce of sour 13 weed, 14 grams of ecstasy, a uh, tenth of a gram of tar heroin. A listing for Avatar LSD includes a picture of blotter paper with big blue faces from the James Cameron movie on it. <laughs> um, I would just like to point out that, that while I'm reading this article, this website does have morals. Okay. Like, yes. it, it says in the article that even Silk Road has limits. You won't find weapons-grade plutonium, for example. <laughs> and Or it's, your DeLorean. Yes. And its terms of service bans the sale of anything whose purpose is to harm, defraud, or harm or defraud, such as stolen credit cards, assassination, and weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> but the software so, company... Go ahead. What? I said go ahead. Okay. Um, so uh, the most important thing to get out of this, besides uh, LOL drugs is the use of uh, Bitcoins in the Bitcoin exchange. So the way that you uh, get money as a Bitcoin is you have to go to a service such as the Mt. Gox Bitcoin exchange uh, where you would buy Bitcoins from. And this is what anonymizes you uh, for the exchange. They don't allow use of credit cards or PayPal or anything that is traceable at all. So the only thing that is traceable on uh, the Silk Road is the address because obviously the stuff has to get sent somewhere. Um, and, uh, so, uh, it's, it's a really awkward giant step for anonymity on the internet yeah. because it works. It totally works. A software uh, company bought ecstasy. A software <laughs> <laughs> wow. They were talking to a software engineer who bought ecstasy. Yeah. 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 Ordered a uh, hundred... 100 milligrams of acid. Yeah. Sellers feel comfortable openly selling hardcore drugs because the real identities of those involved in the Silk Road transactions are utterly obscured. If the authorities wanted to ID Silk Road's users with computer forensics, they'd have nowhere to look. Tor masks the user's tracks on the site. As for transactions, Silk Road doesn't accept credit cards, PayPal, or any other form that can be traced or blocked. And the only money there that is good is Bitcoins, which is like a cryptocurrency. It's the online equivalent of a brown paper bag of cash. They're a peer-to-peer currency. It's not issued by any bank or any government, uh, but they're created and regulated by a network of Bitcoin computers, Bitcoin holders' computers. So it's all it's peer-to-peer cryptocurrency. Hmm. That's uh, that's about it. It is uh, purportedly un- purportedly untraceable, and have been championed by cyberpunks, libertarians, and anarchists who dream of a distributed age of a digital economy outside the law, one where money flows across borders as free as bits. But this, uh, I'm picking this up from an article on Wired.com, surprisingly enough. Uh, but they do make a good point uh, how long until uh, a DEA agent sets up a fake Silk Road account and starts sending SWAT teams instead of LSD to the addresses they get. Codename for Mad Mike? Ibodega. Ibodega. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, the future of, of uh, anonymity... That's insane. This is the kind of stuff that's going to make them make the internet illegal (laughs) in the long run. Unfortunately, yeah. We can't control this, Yeah. so let's just make it all illegal. Proponents of of Bitcoin currency are actually kind of worried about this because it is the first full implementation of Bit currency, but the problem is that it's got a negative connotation to it. Hmm. They'd much rather see it be used for, like, just trying to, you know, keep 
anonymity. It goes back to that whole like argument of, well, I don't want the man to know what I'm doing versus, <laughs> well, if you're not doing anything wrong, it shouldn't matter versus, well, my privacy is an important thing versus nobody cares that you bought fruit at the supermarket. It's okay. The giant eagle knows that you bought fruit at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that was just a glimpse into a larger conversation. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, in, in, in case you're curious, you can get uh, an eighth of an ounce for 7.64 bitcoins. Yeah. Is that 60 bucks or something? Yeah, it says uh, it's about $64. Yeah, see, I know my bitcoins pretty well. You do? <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, and they said that uh, essentially you're, you're paying a premium for this stuff. But it's all for convenience. Yep. You you no longer have to leave your house. You don't get shot. Yes. It's pretty convenient. Yeah. Down with that don't, don't get shot thing. Yeah. So, hey, right. it's right next door from you in your neighborhood, but do you really want to cross the street to that house? No. No, that's a little scary. Yes, I don't want to go scary. in that house. The pizza delivery guys don't want to go no, in that house. No, they don't. No, they don't. I had to deal with that, yeah. Uh, we, we, we're talking about Chachi lives in the ghetto. Um, yes. yes, this is true. And Portal's still going on. He's moved on. He can't, he can't even play the demo anymore. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, the pizza delivery guys pull up and they call the people inside that house mm -hmm. to come out and get their food. <laughs> Don't walk up to it. Yes. Really, really, it's much better to have the people that may have guns walk to your car where you can't go anywhere. I guess. I don't. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> let's see what else we got here. What's going on with the HB touchpad here, Rob? <laughs> oh, is this uh, the wave well, of the future? Is this what we should tell Hot Wheels to be getting instead of an iPad? Um, and why are you disappearing off the screen? Me? Yeah, you've got super headroom. A super headroom. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can call me Max Headroom if you want. Waka uh, waka. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, oh. So uh, HP recently put out nine new videos showing off the uh, the HP Touchpad mm -hmm. featuring Web OS. Uh, it's going to come in uh, 16 gig model for 4.99 and a 32 gig model for 5.99. Gosh, that pricing sounds awfully familiar. Mm -hmm. um, and so they're showing off all their cool features, like you know it can run apps and things, uh, and it's got a touch screen. And, uh, <laughs> the one thing that that is really uh, <coughs> ahead of the competition, which mm -hmm. will from henceforth be referred to as the iPad, um, is that it can do uh, cool things using Citrix, uh, which you may be familiar with if you use a corporate VPN or if you use enterprise hosted application, things like that. Uh, so, <clears throat> for instance, in one of the uh, demos for the touchpad, they show someone. Uh, selecting touchpad, uh, or not, uh, selecting touchpad, selecting SolidWorks, which is a, a 3D rendering tool, uh, in their enterprise software solution thing, it gets added to their apps, and so they they can use SolidWorks, which is a very processor intensive uh, application, via their touchpad because that content is actually being rendered in a server farm hosted by HP. Oh wow! Yeah, which is actually really cool. So what this does. I, it's not because the iPad is not a corporate solution yet. Like it has its niche applications like we talked about before. Mm -hmm. If a hospital puts out an application, that's great. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff. I mean, I've been to a few medical trade shows recently 
and the iPad is pretty popular as a as a mobile solution for doctors and, and nurses and things. Um, but with, go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, something's happening on the couch here. Matt's been chasing this this companion cube covered in repulsion gel for like five minutes because it's bouncing around. There <laughs> this goes. Yeah, he, he there it goes. And, and, <laughs> I was just laughing because he seriously couldn't catch the cube, and I'm, I'm sitting here watching it just bounce around. It's all over the place. It's yeah. amazing. Sorry, Sorry Rob. Rob. I wow. got a video up, uh, their video up on, on screen for your video. People. I hate you guys. But, um, immersive. The, oh, look, it's got immersive reading. The uh, the important thing to get from this, I think the big, like, they tout a lot of features, and they're like, yeah, the iPad does that. Yeah, the iPad does that. It the looks iPad cool. Does that. But this can handle VPNs, it seemingly pretty easily, uh, as well as the uh, enterprise app cloud-hosted solution that the iPad does not have, which is going to put it ahead of the game in fields like uh, CAD development and things like that. Yeah, I was actually just seeing the video because I was like, well, that looks really complicated. Uh, But it was actually, it looks like they're VPNed into a 3D application or like Max or something. Yeah, uh, it's basically running a front end on, on the touchpad, but all of the processing work is done in the cloud. Oh, wow. Which is really cool, and the iPad cannot do this. So I will not. I mean, this is this is a competitor, the iPad, in the enterprise corporate space. More so than the Playbook. More absolutely more so than the Playbook. Because <laughs> that's that's what the Playbook was supposed to be. Was the where the tablet for the BlackBerry users, right? You know, right. I don't think it was named appropriately for that. No. Uh, Whereas for like the teenage crowd, or for the people who want Netflix, or for the casual user, which unfortunately is like 80% of the market right now. Yeah. The iPad is still absolutely the king solution cuz it's at the same price point. They didn't make this any cheaper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the uh, the Apple didn't sell how many tens of millions of iPads by going after the enterprise market. They right. did it one at a time with consumers. Yeah, they went after Christmas That's gifts. That's why you're not getting that discount, you know, yeah. at your at your corporation, you know. I mean, that's that's they don't need you know, so and they'll start playing ball a little bit to sell a few more, you know, but, you know, when you, you know, hopefully something like this would take off. It looks good. The video yeah. makes it look great. Let's I'm not it. sure um, who's making the hardware for this. I assume like the, the I know HP is making the hardware, but who is making the actual hardware? OK, you I mean did. like uh, uh, processors and such. I made it in my basement. <laughs> uh, yeah, like who they're going to for actual parts and pieces. I don't have any info on that. Because really, if you look back to the Palm Pre, the last thing that ran WebOS, the big failing point was the hardware. It's a beautiful OS. It works really well. And if it had good hardware, uh, Palm would still exist. It wouldn't have been absorbed by HP. It just wasn't quick enough? I mean, it I, was I, No, it was kludgy. It was terrible. Like the stupid mistakes, like the, um, the compartment for the battery was too big. So if you jostled the phone, it would turn itself off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things like that. And the the edges on the bottom of the keyboard were way too sharp and you could actually cut yourself. The keyboard was too small. Nothing in the hardware stood up to how awesome the OS Chachi was. Chachi is nodding to all these points. Yeah. You you, I, you Did you have one for a period or, did you, or have you handled it with support? Palm? Yeah. Remember that time I went through four phones in a month? That's what I kind of figured. Yeah. One of them was Palm. You were a cheap slut with phones. I was a cheap uh, slut with phones. Yeah, yeah. Can we say that on the show? Sure. We've uh, shown a lot worse with Duke Nukem. What the That's hell is true. that? <laughs> what am I looking at here? Data. 
Oh, potato. Oh, so potato part. Hey, Yay, potato. potato. All right. Um, yeah, that's for the video people. Uh, still playing <laughs> Portal 2. There's a potato thing going on. Potato. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Seriously, this looks good. Um, but kind of we're at that point where I'm happy to see Android because there's a competitor and notice iOS is kind of playing catch up. It's pretty obvious, guys. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's to a point where there's not much more for iOS to play catch up with. No, nope. no, um, but but and it's also a matter of. I mean, a lot of people say, "Oh, look how long it took for iOS to get multitasking." Yeah, how's your battery life, Chief? Yeah, my battery life is great. Thank you for asking. That's the biggest complaint. That's the, but your phone. Okay, your phone's pretty good, and <laughs> yeah. you're probably managing it better than the yes. typical yes. user. I'm right. not a typical user. But the typical user, user so, doesn't yes. know how to kill tasks. Yes, I, I I'm mean, not just a... like the typical no user doesn't know that they should run antivirus on a PC. Yes, you know, I yeah, had, I know. There are two people in the last week, two weeks without antivirus on their computers that I said you should get some damn antivirus on your computer <laughs> now. Yeah, I, I was just I was just teasing Rob. <laughs> I figured. Yeah, course, I, yeah, I knew yeah, I knew yeah. he wasn't talking about me, but no, mm. yeah, it's it's just a general thing. The reason it, to, I mean, uh, I'm always I'm always an apologist, uh, <laughs> but the reason uh, it always takes longer for things like that. The reason that they held back was because they weren't comfortable with it. Yeah. They didn't. They felt that it was going to degrade the user experience for it, which means you end up with a lot of nerds who complain. No, I don't have my multitasking. And now, like, you talk to most people using um, Apple devices who were those people who complained, and what do you, you're killing other apps. You only have a couple running at the same time, and it's technical multitasking, and you're doing it because, hey, wait a minute, it's, it's actually pretty smart to only dedicate all that hardware to <laughs> one application. Yeah, because yeah. then you get the most out of your resources. Yeah, you have multitasking, but should you really use it? Yeah, that no. was great. That was a great idea, but uh, like, it's great for things like I want Pandora to play in the background. Yes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but not I want to play Angry Birds and NBA Jam at the same time. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. Idea. And not a, a lot idea. of times you don't need everything open, no, unfortunately, no, no. on a mobile device. At no. the moment, same way it works with Android, you open an application and then it gets minimized and it disappears into this magic space that most users don't even know exists. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but but still, I you know, I want to see these tablets kind of pick up the pace because the ipad needs some competition like absolutely said, it needs like competition. the iphone needs the needs android to say hey maybe we should take a cue from that maybe we need to play catch up with somebody which i also think there's a problem with we get that catch up once a year mm. iphone or i'm sorry android is iterating and reiterating how many times how many updates a year you know i mean it's like now android can do this now Android has this on Google Maps. How many times are we reading those articles? Hey, check out what they got now. Now we get to uh, June every year, and it's, hey, look, we're doing all that stuff, catching up to them. Hey, we got a couple cool, cool new features. Android's going to have it in six months and then some. Okay. Right. I, I, and I can't believe I'm the one that has to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Apple and iPhone play catch up to Android. Mm -hmm. um, they have for several years. Um cut the copy paste um the multi-touch the task manager mm -hmm. or the task list um and that's all i'm gonna name but because <laughs> i remember the first time that you guys got an update yeah and it was all like copy paste and alarms yeah. or an mms and i'm just like yeah i've been doing that, that since i great. i've been doing that since i unboxed my phone yeah but yeah. in in 
on the other side, and I, like I said, I can't believe I have to play the other side of the coin, but <laughs> when it comes to apps, iPhone has it. Mm-hmm. Because it's Android that has to play catch up mm-hmm. when yep. it comes to apps. Because the, the I mean, you aren't there yet. Yes, I mean, you guys had Angry Birds for a good eight months before I did. Even though you have a ten percent yeah uh, share versus the thirty with Apple. Exactly. So I mean, it, I mean, it, it's a trade off. It's like yeah, it, it's, it's still way more difficult to to successfully develop for Android just because you have to deal with so many different devices. There's that too. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but but we just. You know, while we're competing on that side with the phones, we don't have it for the tablets. Oh, no. We no, no, We're not no. even close to it. For no. The tablets need it. Like, yeah, I mean, I will, I will never say that, like, the iPad is the end-all and be-all. And I guarantee that nobody at Apple will say that the iPad is the end-all and be-all. Mm-hmm. There needs to be competition. So when if, if the hardware for the touchpad doesn't suck, I will be super happy because I am a big fan of Apple hardware. And the, the trim and polish that they have. Why? Because I like pretty things. I like pretty things that last a long time and keep their value, and they have a habit of doing that. So if something can encourage Apple to do that a little faster, I'm all for it. Right. Okay. Uh, the, the competition in, it encourages Apple to increase their mm-hmm. product. Yeah. Um, like I said before, show, when we were talking the wheels about him uh, going out and buying a Galaxy 10.1, mm-hmm. um, we asked him what the price was, and he said it was four ninety nine. And me, being an Android user, asked him or told him that at that point, you might as well just buy an iPad. Because it's the same. It, it, it's the same, but better. You yeah. Know? I mean, it, I mean, there it is right there. 10.1. We're talking about $500 for 16 gigabytes. Uh, Wi-Fi. A little bit smaller Wi-Fi version. Um, I don't know if that resolution, it says widescreen HD. I don't know. It's a 1280 by 800. I don't know what the iPad is. For HD, supposedly. Um, Flash! Hey, he's got Flash! Oh, it is such a joke that every Android device, like, in the features, Flash! Uh, can I, can I point something out? What's up? I don't have Flash installed on my phone. Yeah, Um, but can you? Yeah, I can. Okay. But what's the... Have you, have you before? No, what's the point? Okay. How many times do you run into something that doesn't have Flash, you're like, man... That really ruined my experience. Yeah, never. Yeah. If I need to see something that's flash intensive... Everything's HTML5 now that needs to be, and a lot of people have moved on. Right, I mean... Restaurant websites still haven't figured that one out. (laughs) But, I mean, if I'm trying to get a website on my phone, and it's flash intensive, Mm -hmm. chances are I really don't need to see that website right now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, so there you go. I mean, Android can can brag about flash all at once but in the games and the games are there too yeah you know um i i i, I think i mentioned this no who did, I, I told somebody about this um oh i told matt about this yesterday uh i was uh over at my grandfather's uh we, i think we talked about him on the show before which yeah, he's experiences adorable with him. well his and his <laughs> uncle yeah or i mean my, my great uncle his brother yeah. uh was there we're talking about two guys that are well in their 80s um Playing with my iPad and iPhone, respectively. Wow. I brought up a version of Need for Speed on each one. I'm like, it's the easiest thing, right? You turn you turn the, 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 <laughs> cons, the thing, you're turning the phone, it's the steering wheel. <laughs> so I got the two of them playing Need for Speed. 
this i have video i have video on messi's phone oh thank uh, god to upload at some point thank god but uh but yeah it was it was the greatest thing and that that's the that's the biggest uh, takeaway i have this is how easy it is to pass on to something like that uh to, to two guys i would never you'd never see these guys playing super mario brothers or something you you would hand them like an nes controller with those two buttons and it, it probably wouldn't work out so well they'd be falling in holes not going down pipes running into turtles you know <laughs> but they just put a car game in front of them perfect um all right uh what well, you know one thing i i i know i feel like i'm the only one that's kind of excited about the potential in this but uh on live had something pretty cool at e3 last week and it's uh have they been sued yet sued by who i don't know i'm just who's gonna sue them i don't know <laughs> There's got to be a patent in there somewhere. Right. Sure, ah, Lodzis sure. has has their eyes on them. I'm sure for something. Um, well, you know, they've been on, on the iPad for a while. You have a viewer. Of course, OnLive is a service where they basically, it's basically cloud gaming. They do all the processing for the game. Oh, I got it confused there. with the DVD one. Oh, no, that, that, yeah, that's yeah, Zadiva. Yeah. I still haven't tested out my Zadiva <laughs> yet. I have I have like three credits I need to test out. Never mind. I, yeah, I, I, I got confused <laughs> with, I confused yeah, the yeah. two companies. But no, this is the one that it's playing the game. It's instead of rendering like Duke, yeah, I'm sure they'll have Duke Nukem forever. Instead of rendering it on your laptop, that may, probably not the greatest to handle it. You have an older laptop, Matt. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be up in the cloud and you would play it through there or this little box console. Or they're putting in TVs. I think we talked about that recently. Um, but of course, now it's on the tablets, and apparently they're going to release a... Oh, there's Portal. Wrong screen. Well, they could probably have Portal eventually, too. Yeah. Um, they're going to release a version of their controller that is, I think they said, Bluetooth-enabled. It's And you see there's different stuff. That looks like it has the 10.1. There's the iPad. There's, a, there's another, I think, Android tablet. Um, but basically, you're going to be able to play, like, Assassin's Creed on these devices. I have comments about what's happening in Portal right now, and I can't say them because they're not awesome cast friendly. Mm. Oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> we'll just let the visual happen. <laughs> okay, um, but now, what do you think about this? I mean, I mean, the idea that maybe on your, you know, it's saying Android devices. I can see them doing this on your phone, Chachi, uh, and you have a controller and you're playing a game I, like that. I don't know. Like, I only, I, I, I'm still under the strong belief that. Uh, phone and handheld uh, phone devices are not uh, legitimate gaming platforms. Um, but what if you are playing that <laughs> game on your iPad that's connected to your Apple TV, which is mirrored on your TV? See, that would be kind of cool, and I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Um, it, it's just I, I only recently started playing intensive games on my phone. Mm -hmm. um, I installed Need for Speed something or other. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I think I think it's the same one. Um, is it the one where you can be a racer or a cop? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Um, like it's I said, sick. Android is behind when it comes to apps and games. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's Need for Speed Shift. Okay. Yeah, it's Shift. Yeah. Um, I love Need for Speed. It's like my soft spot for gaming. It is right, it and, is. and I I think that's kind of why I installed it. And like I paid for it. Yeah, I mm -hmm. bought that game for my phone, mm -hmm. and I play the crap out of it. Mm -hmm. But it's it good. took something like that to get me to start playing games on my phone. And it's a real game. Yes, it's it's, it's it, it feels like it's equivalent to if you got that for the Xbox. For the right. Most part, it, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's its own entity. En yeah. Entity. Yeah. It's not like some half-assed. Well, here's a wrestling game, but it's like 
an RPG yeah. instead of a real wrestling right. game. Right, right. But or... I mean, and you know what? I like it. That's why I keep playing it. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't, I don't know. But we're talking about, basically, you just turned your iPad, right. phone, whatever, into just another screen so, to play Xbox-style games on. I know. I mean... And that That's... part is cool. That part, that part is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and 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 then on top of that, let me let me throw this at you. They have this play pass. I've been very excited about this play pass. I've been keeping my eye on this thing. You pay ten dollars a month. There's, I think, they, I think online as a whole just released their hundredth game on the service. This play pack again doesn't have the newest. See if this sounds familiar. But there are fifty games available. You're paying at ten dollars a month. You can play any of those fifty games, and it's grown. It's growing. We all know how how I am with Netflix. Yes. So you, yes, it wins. All right. <laughs> I mean, it thing, wins. It's the net. Which, it's if you took GameFly it depends, and put the Netflix streaming on it. It depends on. But, but from the other way. It depends on how well the service runs. Mm-hmm. If this game looks like crap, then I'm not gonna. It's not gonna entice me to keep playing. Everything from my personal experience. Uh, trying some demos out on it on a, on a, on a Mac, uh, and everything. It looks good. I think it looks good. I think it looks just as good, if not better, than other things. You don't have to worry about the hardware. Right. I mean, it looks good on the iPad. Pull it up on the iPad. I have on live on there, on the, on the games page. Oh, uh, I don't know how well it works because the Wi Fi down here, because you'll be on a little weaker signal. So, so I got see full. about that. Got you got full, full, yep. full bars? So give that a shot. I mean, you can tell me right now. How does it look? Let's you can see. drop in, see somebody's brag clips. I mean, you can't play anything just now until this what page update comes on? out on the second page under games. Okay. Um, and, I mean, this is this could change, you know, this could be competition for the next generation. Oh, there it is. When everybody's looking at, oh, I need to drop another four or $500 for the next Xbox or PlayStation 4 or Wii U or whatever, versus I can pay $10 a month and play all these games and don't have to worry about hardware? I think it's safe to say that after the next release of major consoles from Sony and Microsoft, that will be one of the last generations of big boxes you put in your living room. The next generation might be the Blu-ray of video games. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Blu-ray is great, but it might be too little too late versus a Netflix streaming and Hulu and Amazon On Demand and all this other stuff. With everything that's working in the cloud right now, in addition to the HP touchpad doing cloud rendering for applications in addition to the iCloud and things like OnLive. I mean, this is something we've been it working towards for the so last few it. years, and it's finally working really well. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, it's getting we're getting to the point as a society where physical possessions are unnecessary. It's a moot point? Yes. I mean, look at, you know, it, uh, I, we're looking at iTunes as looking to turn my physically ripped D, uh, CD co- collection that I did a really crappy job with and turn them into awesome new digital right. and have that cataloged online for me whenever the hell I want, you know, and give me better files than I, I made. Right. I mean, that's incredible. It, it's to the point where we went from a, a society where the more stuff you had, the more you could brag. Mm-hmm. Like the more physical things you had in your house. Now it's the more achievements you have, the more Right, you pretty much. I mean, the more badges, the yeah, more, the more, the more cloud space you consume, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
the more bright and bright you go. You there's have. the new there's the new uh nerd bling is the uh is the cloud space. <laughs> I'm taking like up, I have a little badge on my blog that says I'm taking up uh five terabytes. I, I'm, of taking, cloud I'm space. taking up like four terabytes on backblaze. I'm not gonna lie, I got the Drogo hooked up to that thing. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I yeah, you know. Right. Um you know, there's stuff like that. I mean you you've seen Chachi, you've seen my Steam account. Right. You've seen the games I have. Well guys, this is a this is a kid friendly show. <laughs> But you've seen, I went and w- went ahead and bought the Unreal Pack. I own, right. like, what, three or four of those out of the six games I bought in that pack. Yes. I bought them so I can have them on Steam anywhere. I don't have to worry about right. that disc. I have a Future Cop disc I love to play. It's cracked. I'm screwed. You are. You know? Plus, you know, it probably needs DOS or Windows 95 or something. All right, it's time to, to, to put away our nerd wangs and stop comparing the sizes. <laughs> <laughs> But I've got uh I've got one more story to wrap us up here. Okay. Go for it. Uh the Internet Archive has started backing up digital books on paper. What? <laughs> it's not it's not what? as funny as, as you think. It sounds no, ridiculous. No, but the, the way you said it, it's it sounds hilarious. Yeah, I, I did intentionally. I know. It's all about delivery. I know. Um <laughs> So, uh, basically, uh, the Internet Archive is seeking to create a legitimate archive of every published work ever. And the reason they're doing this is because technology is constantly evolving. So, if we create digital copies of everything now and just forget about physical stuff, what about 10 years from now when we can increase resolution and make things better and clearer and more perfect? And also, uh, any anybody who's familiar with things like cyclic redundancy checks can tell you that bits can flip, bits can rot, anything can happen at any time, whether or not you touch the data. If it sits on a disk, it will destroy itself. Yes. The amount of time that we have for the mediums of digital storage right now are not long enough to say, like, yeah, these will be fine for the foreseeable future. So what they're doing, they're making a copy of every single published work. They're cataloged, put on acid-free paper, um and uh, archival mediums for, for long-term stuff. And the, the point is that this isn't necessarily end-all and be-all, but when you look at all the technology we have available to us today, it's a funny thing is that the most long-lasting technology we have available to, it, available to us today is still the printed word. Because mm-hmm. if you do it right, if you use archival inks, and if you have it at the right environment, uh, temperatures, humidity, things like that, it will last longer than any digital medium we have available to us today. So they have warehouses that are full of shipping containers. Um, So books are cataloged, uh, acid-free paper inserts with information about the book and its location. Boxes uh, store approximately 40 books with labeling on the outside. Each pallet holds 24 boxes. Modified 40-foot shipping containers are used to secure and individually uh, and have individually controlled environments of 50 or 60 degrees Fahrenheit and 30% relative humidity. Buildings contain shipping containers and environmental systems, and nonprofit organizations own and protect the property and its contents. They are soliciting uh, con- contributions of books from anyone and everyone who's willing to donate. Wow. Yeah. That is insane. They want one physical copy of every published book in the world. Yeah, because you think about that digital. I mean, we're talking about, all right, so all of our storage needs to be duplicated, redundant. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one system. Okay, yes. and we need to upgrade those formats every couple of years. Yes. Yeah, we just need to keep that stuff moving. Right. It's interesting. It's interesting. So there you go. There you go. That's a solemn note to end on. Yep. Yeah. 
So, uh, guys, you know, uh, the, well, well, hey, Rob, what's going on with you? You just had a milestone. Milestone? Yeah. You, yeah well, you, I do it every what, day. What did you do this weekend, Rob? Oh, I biked 150 miles. <laughs> no big deal. Yes, uh, yeah, I did the MS-150. I rode my bike 150 miles from, uh, from uh, Pittsburgh to Lake Erie. And I, I took two hours off of my time from last year. How about that? Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's quite a chunk. Mostly, uh, I basically, I, I did not get off my bike at all. I did not walk up any ridiculous hills, even though my knee hurt a lot. And uh, I increased my overall speed by like five miles an hour, something crazy like that. And it's not a race. It's not a race at all. Everybody moves at their own pace. It's just uh, in previous, in the last two years, when I like got to the finish the first day, I would be like dinner had already started. Everybody has their tents all pitched or whatever. And this year I was one of the, first people on my team to get to the finish line nice. Yeah, nice pretty pretty happy about that and uh fun fact that i discovered today anybody uh who has no idea what i'm talking about uh bike ms for multiple sclerosis uh is a fundraiser for uh the multiple sclerosis society but uh bike ms raises 84 million dollars annually it's a lot of money yeah it is Quite a well, bit the my team is- raised uh twenty three thousand dollars i think the funny thing is, um, I knew you were doing this, uh, but I happened to be watching the Disney Channel for some odd reason, and I uh, saw a, a a little blip about them doing it in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why. they're all over the country. Yeah, yeah, very cool stuff. They, but yeah, so that's what I did. So now I'm. Uh... They were like twelve though, so. Yeah, well. They're a little more impressive. So forever retaining your achieve your your spot on the show as the most physically physically fit nerd well, amongst we, us. We know what happens when I get physically when I get physical. You so, break. Yeah, I break. <laughs> Holy crap, the dog apparently has been behind me this whole time and came out of nowhere. And it just drove me nuts. Where did you There's a nice hole back there. Okay. Um wow. You take that chain off, and I have no idea. I know. <laughs> Chachi, what's going on with you this week? Uh, well, I'm writing a crap ton of blog posts. Since you're home. Yes, since I can't really do much. Mm-hmm. Um, so those will start posting Monday. Mm-hmm. And I think the plan I have is to write 15 this week. That way I can get caught up. There you go. I'm glad to see that the process, the 1001 games before you die... Is moving on. Yes. After being dormant for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, next week, four out of five blog posts for Atari. Nice. Nice. So. Represent. Yes. Represent. And of course, Unsung is still going well. Yes. Um, we we are on Roku boxes now. Um, no. Yes. Okay. Haven't we always been on Roku? No, no. The no. Uns- Unsung. Has unsung. Been. Oh, Unsung is on Roku. Yes. yes. Unsung is on Roku now. Um, the last episode. Shot to the number one video on Pittsburgh on video dot mm-hmm. uh, org um, within twelve hours of being posted. And I understand that we're going to be featured at a uh, uh, what did he say uh, a media a media conference up in New York City in right. the next couple of days. So that's so. it's getting some recognition um, and it's going well. You can uh, check that out at pittsburghonvideo.org. That and all of the unsung, uncut interviews from each episode. Yep, and uh, and look for a new episode on Monday. On Monday, 
Did we record that yet? No, oh. I have to talk to you about that. Okay. Whoa. We're getting a script tomorrow. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> I, I got really scared. <laughs> I'm like, wait, did we record and I forgot? Um, Matt. No, so check oh, us yeah. out. Uh, Unsung Mag- News Magazine show starring me, produced by Mike, <laughs> oh. about nonprofits in Pittsburgh. Matt, what's going on with you lately? Nothing. He's playing Nothing. Duke really? Nukem. Yeah. Oh, he, he has to work his way down that corridor and get to the penis joke. <laughs> yeah. and the uh, he's got, actually, he's in a Steam account. Okay. It's not quite as exciting. Uh, well, you, you're uh, still at ITT Tech doing... Yeah. Uh, well, you moved from programming to... Technically, I'm in drafting design right now. What? <laughs> I hear you can do that on a touchpad, you know. <laughs> uh, they moved me into that since they still can't get the, the program I'm trying to get into started. Since they don't have enough students still. So you're traveling the wayward path of uh, ITT Tech somehow and <laughs> yeah. uh, of, of scheduling there. So you mm-hmm. signed up for a program, and now you can't take that program because they don't have enough students to teach that program. So you're in like a, a second quarter. You're era. in like so, a purgatory program. So now, right now. they're sucking money out of you, <laughs> making well, you take something you don't want to take. Well, I'm taking classes that are going to be in the program I'm going to be taking. Okay. No, so. All right, at least it's that. Yeah. It just sounded, from the way you said it at first, <laughs> it was just like, oh, well, we can't teach you this, so you got to sit over here and do this. <laughs> it's like drawing names. Yeah. It's like drawing a job at, drawing your job out of a hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, you're a paper boy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> President was taken. Awesome. <laughs> hey, you got a blog over there, the silentninja.wordpress.com. Yeah. I don't know if you've been doing anything over there. I don't think so. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Um, at the Silent Ninja. Hey, hey Mike, Twitter. what do you got going I, on? I got. Don't have going on. Come on. There's Unsung. There's uh, Sorgatron.com. I got some posts up there, including my day at the cafe from yesterday. Ooh. Hey, go check that out. Um, I'm right. Well, you know, doing Facebooky things. You know. Uh, hey, check out Freelance for Real with Justin Kanaki. We just recorded episode two today, and we already got interest for guests. We're gonna have uh, the Sagers on in uh, mid July to talk about the husband wife. LLC they formed for their freelancing. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy with the letters at the end of their company and everything. Ooh. So go check all that stuff out. Sorgatronmedia.com. We're still putting out stuff from Pittsburgh Comic Con. And we just got our press pass for the New York Comic Con. Uh, and we'll have a booth over at Baltimore, too. Ooh. So there you go. So go say hi to us at those things. So, uh, well, that's it, guys. A great uh, chat room tonight. You guys have been awesome. Uh, awesome talk tonight. Thank you, Matt, for being here and showing off the Duke Nukem forever as we tore it apart. <laughs> <laughs> I I really hope that you do enjoy your purchasing decision. Um, <laughs> the bust is gonna be cool. Yeah. The bu- I like the bust is cool. That's worth eighty bucks right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so guys, uh, check us out awesomecast.com. Of course, please contact us. Contact at awesomecast.com seven two four two five a cast seven two four two five two 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 seven eight. I know I do have to do that. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Have an awesome week. I'm a 
I'ma crush it. Call me the golden boy. I'm Anthony Walker, and this is Unsung, the nonprofit news magazine show that features news and events from our nonprofit community, and also the good things that you do. You can see more episodes and our Unsung Uncut series on PittsburghOnVideo.org. Nerd to the club and you know how we do Handful of cash and a couple of brews So many women, so little time Gotta find a good Found out that I'm talented when it comes to injuring myself uh, We're currently out in Devil's Elbow In North Park For this week's in-steam game 